Hello, welcome to Off Curve. I'm Wicked Good, and I am talking to you about Hearthstone as I am driving around doing errands. It is Sunday, January 2nd, 2022. That is weird to say. I was not, <laughs> I, I knew that it was a new year, and I was not prepared to say the new year until I was just saying it. And uh, yeah, that sounds weird. Uh, but I guess we'll have a year to get used to it. Um, so it's been a bit of a month. The, the first month of Alterac Valley has been kind of, it's, it's, a, this is actually probably one of the better metas we've had in a while. If I'm going to be honest, like the, the pre-nerf meta was a little bit much, um, <clears throat> excuse me, with, you know, a lot of the powerful decks that were there from Stormwind and Deadmines that needed to be nerfed, and they did nerf most of them, and, and they left Mizaki Mage alone. Um, Mizaki Mage is obviously a thing for a little while, but that's even kind of fallen off now. And and I think we've gotten out of the combo meta for the most part. Which is good, because I think that, like, it's, it's okay to have a combo meta once in a while, but after a certain point, like, those types of metas just, they get old, and... Um, there are, it's just, if you're, if you're not the kind of player who loves combo decks and there's a lot of them, it gets pretty draining. And even like, if you do enjoy them, like playing those types of decks for a long period of time, it, it's just, it's, it's hard when you just want to like, you know, go on autopilot a little bit. Like you shouldn't be going on autopilot when you're climbing, but sometimes you just want to play the game and you don't want to have to, you know you know, do finger exercises to make sure that your APM is at top speed and, um, and, and be thinking really, really hard for every single turn. Like you want to have some turns off, right? So, um, so we don't have that really anymore. Like Mizaki Mage is sort of a thing. I expect they'll probably do something just to make sure that it, 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 it goes away before the, um, the tournament start up again with Master Store qualifiers. Because I, I would expect that you're probably not going to see it a ton ladder, but in a tournament where you have a ban, um, I, I would expect there's probably going to be more Mizaki Mage, and that might be the reason that they'd want to want to deal with that. And it's just like we've had enough of that, right? Like enough is enough. Like we're I think we're we'd like to be able to play the game without you know just losing to stuff from hand, um, without having to work for it too hard. Like I think Mizaki's still like a little bit. It high rolls a little bit too hard and it finishes the quest a little bit too fast. But that's neither here nor there. Um, what we have in front of us is a really diverse meta. Like if you look at the last Vicious, Vicious Syndicate report, there's a ton of decks in there. And there are a lot of viable options. And each class even has multiple viable decks. I mean, some of them are just kind of variations on a theme, but for the most part, like, you have a variety of ways you can go and and you have some classes that like paladin where it's like well you can play liberums or not or you have something like druid where there's like a gazillion different decks and they all kind of they sometimes play similarly but sometimes not so i figure what might be good is to kind of talk about how you climb in a diverse meta because we really haven't had one of these for a while, not like this, right? Like there's been diversity. There's been, um, there, there have been metas where over the past year where we've had a lot of options, 
nothing like this. Um, and you know, it's, it's tempting to just go with the best deck, but it's, there's some, I mean, there's not really a lot of debate about what the best deck is. Um, it's rogue generally. Uh, but even then, like, there's a lot that you can do, and, and it's probably worth talking about how you approach that. So, one of the things that I think is important about a diverse meta like this is that it's a really good opportunity for you to determine what your play style is if you haven't done that already, Right? I think that, like, there are some metas where you have to play the decks that are good, right? Like, this is this is kind of the meta that everybody talks about when they talk about, like, a new expansion meta opening up, right? Where you can play a whole bunch of stuff and no idea is too bad. Well, some ideas are too bad, but most of them aren't. And you can play kind of whatever you want and, and probably have some success with it. Uh, so this is a really good opportunity to try a bunch of stuff, right? Like, you don't get this kind of opportunity often where you can try a whole bunch of different strategies and see what sticks with you, right? Like, I've been playing mostly, like, Quest Priest and Quest Shaman over the past, like, week or so. And those have been working for me. Like, Quest Shaman's a real deck. Quest Priest is probably less of a real deck in most players' hands, but I can make it work, right? And I've got a list that I really enjoy, and I've been I've been having fun tweaking it in, in a way that I haven't really built a deck more or less from the ground up in a long time. And and I just keep kind of messing with it and trying to try different things, and um, I'm probably, I'm having to take a break from it half because I need to figure out, you know, multiple decks for THL, and Quest Priest may not even be one of them. Um, but also just because like the first couple of days of the season is generally not the time to be trying a control deck because there's just like a lot of people trying everything on the ladder. But that's also great, right? Like you can play an aggressive deck. Like there's a couple of, of druids. Um, there's like a, ta you know, the normal taunt druid, but there's also a beast druid that, that no hands game or just posted today. That's pretty good that kind of gives you a, you know, a, a way to experiment with aggro if you really haven't had a lot of time, you know, spent with aggro decks. If you want to play control, like you, there are, there are control decks that work. Um, I mean, Quest Priest is something that, again, it's not, it's not top tier. I'm not going to pretend it is, but it works for me. You can go watch the VODs from my stream at um, twitch.tv slash wickedgoodfm. I've got, I've been playing almost exclusively Quest Priest on stream since the expansion launched and and I think it's a really fun deck and it's an interesting it's an interesting playstyle. You can play something like that. There are some control control warriors that are moderately um you know moderately reasonable. Um you can play a slower ramp druid if you want to. There's a bunch of those. Or you can just kinda, you know, learn the what what are the good decks right now. Like Rogue is very, very good. Thief Rogue is very, very good. Um Libram Paladin is very, very good. Uh, there's, uh, you know, Pirate Warrior is kind of the uh, the autopilot deck, more or less. It, it's, like, there, there's some skill expression involved, but not a ton. And if you just kind of want to learn fundamentals, I think Pirate Warrior is a pretty good way to go. Because it is teaching a lot about mana efficiency, 
and and planning out your terms to be you know to, to work towards like a you know medium term goals and maximizing your damage and stuff like that there's like a lot you can learn even though it's not like a, a, a high skill deck as far as high skill players are concerned if you're like learning fundamentals and trying to improve the game there is actually a lot you can learn from pyro warrior um believe it or not even though it is kind of a straightforward deck and and the plays are mostly you know determined for you there's still some room to optimize that and you can learn a lot in terms of fundamentals from something like that so so i think that the first thing that you should do is not really stress about playing the best deck right because almost anything you can climb with so really take this opportunity to try something now this doesn't mean switch after every game right like you still like all of the advice that I've given over the last however many years on this podcast still applies right if you're trying to climb you should pick a deck and stick with it for a, a certain number of games and then review your stats and review your replays and make sure that you're learning the deck if you are changing decks every two or three games you will you will slow yourself down because you're having to learn everything from zero you're having to learn mulligans from zero you're having to learn how you play each matchup from zero you're gonna have to learn all the card interactions from zero and then try to build that back up and there's a learning curve involved right so you still want to pick like one deck that appeals to you and again if it doesn't appeal to you then fine right like if you don't like the play style then sure then switch like that's the opportunity but don't just switch because it's losing right like you want to you want to make sure that you're giving the decks enough time that you're learning them and making sure that you're you're you know putting your best effort there but you know you shouldn't be afraid to try a few things or play a few games in casual if you need to if you're worried about you know dropping your rank or whatever casual you know casual is kind of a a, a ghost town but at least you can kind of play a game and figure out some of like the basic things before you start you know risking it on ladder if you're worried about that but you know really do use this opportunity because we don't get metas like this very often I'm, I'm really struggling to even think of what the last one was so the other challenge of being in a diverse meta is first of all you're gonna have to deal with some matchups that are going to be worse than others right like there's a there are going to be a lot of decks you're not necessarily going to know what your opponent's bringing and there are going to be some decks that are just going to be bad matchups there are a lot of decks it's very likely that something's going to line up poorly into what you're playing and you just kind of have to be okay with that and be at peace with it um you know th there should be fewer of those like a lot of the mat like there aren't really a ton of super polarized matchups um on the ladder right now um especially if you're playing one of the better decks like those matchup spreads are pretty even across the board but you do need to be you know prepared for seeing things that you weren't expecting or seeing strategies within decks that you're playing that you weren't expecting like there was someone in the discord yesterday who's playing quest priest who was playing against a quest druid they got the quest reward down and their opponent played mark of the spike shell on the zarella played their own zarella and then top decked the quest reward to win the game right like that's something that i didn't I, i've been playing i've probably put in over a hundred games of quest priest at this point and i could i don't think i've ever seen anything happen like that right so there's going to be things that that you're gonna, not going to expect that are going to happen and 
you know, even within some of those decks, like, there is a fair amount of randomness, um, like in Rogue, that, you know, you're, they're just going to generate stuff, and it's going to, it, 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 you're going to get high-rolled occasionally, and it's just going to happen, right? Like, you're just going to have to kind of take those as they go. Um, but also understand, like, what are what could you have done, maybe, not necessarily to play around the generated card, like, you, you when, when you do get high-rolled by, by something that's generated, the, what you do is not necessarily try to figure out, like, how do I play against that? Because you're never playing around something that was generated randomly. But, like, how could I have set up my game ahead of that such that whatever they generated wasn't going to matter regardless of what it was, right? Like, there are games where if they generate the, the answer, then you just lose, right? Like, that's, that's a fact of life. Um, but if you, there, there are always things that you can do in those games to try to improve your odds. Maybe it matters, maybe it doesn't. Um, but that's something that you can still review and try to learn from every game. Like, you're going to be seeing more variation in this meta than you would normally. And that, that's difficult for some players, right? Like, there are some people, like, I generally need a lot of reps on a deck in order to get good with it, if it's not something like Priest. Like, Priest, I've got enough, like, you know, built-up reps that, like, I know what I'm doing. But with, like, a lot of other decks, I generally need a, few, a bunch of reps before I feel comfortable with something. And, like, those reps involve learning the matchups. You're not really going to be able to learn the matchups as well with the exception of, like, a couple of really frequent decks. Like, Rogue, you'll probably be able to learn, but even Rogue is kind of hard because there's so much generation that you're just going to be playing around random random stuff anyway. Um, so that like that can be a challenge, but you, you're going to have to just kind of try to learn your deck before you try to learn your opponents. Um, and, and focus on what your deck does well. Like, a lot of the decks that are in the meta right now, they kind of work well independently, and, and like, yeah, you do... There are things you can optimize when thinking about what your opponent's going to play, but you want to focus on your own play as much as you can and kind of optimize that. And then as the meta settles, right, which I expect would probably start to happen once we get some tournaments in this meta. Like, the last tournament that we had was Worlds, and that was pre-nerf. So we haven't had a, me a, a tournament in this meta. Um, once the meta starts to settle, that's when you can learn the matchups. Right now, I would really focus on just learning how these decks operate, right? Like, what kinds of things, like, how do you mulligan you know, for a generic opponent, right? How, like, what does your deck want to do? And learn how to do what your deck wants to do. And then as the meta settles, you'll be able to work in, well, what does my opponent want to do and how do I play around that? You can't really do that right now. Um, it's just, there's too much. And I mean, you can, you, you can start to do that. But I would say if you're struggling with that, I would worry less about that and more just like what it, what your deck does well and kind of play your own game um, more so than trying to play around the opponent um, to try to help yourself get over that hump. So like once you've, once you've kind of gotten your deck down and, you, and you're at the point where you're starting to, you know, play around what your opponent's playing, like you can, you can kind of, there's a couple things you can do, right? One of them is just kind of play around generically the best play that your opponent's going to have for that class, right? Like, if you're playing against a rogue, you probably want to expect that they're going to have scabs from turn 7, right? Like, so don't play a bunch of things that are going to be, like, you know, discounted discounted minions um, 
that are going to cost you a lot to be able to replay or that are going to die if they, you know, if you don't have room in your hand because they're going to bounce them back to your hand, right? Like you want to plan for that and kind of plan for that a little bit. Um, like those, those types of things that you know that that class is almost always going to have, uh, you can generally play around. And, you know, the other thing that you can do is go, you know, look at, you know, Vicious Syndicate is probably the best place to start. I, I feel like they sometimes take some liberties with the card choices lately. Um, and, and they're showing you what is the, what they think is the most optimal list, but not necessarily what you're playing against. Right? So it may not be as useful. I, you, the, the advice I used to give for this was go through Vicious Syndicate, screenshot all the all the deck lists, and then bring those up when you're playing against it, against something, as soon as you figure out like what you're playing against, then you know, put that up on the screen. The Vicious Syndicate lists tend to deviate a little bit, but maybe what you can do is you could go into HS Replay, kind of go into the decks tab uh, for like Diamond through Legend last three days, and take whatever has the most games on it. Not necessarily whatever's the best win rate, but just whatever has the most games played against it and bring that up, right? And then at least that gives you an idea of like what you should be thinking about. Um, that's something that you can do just to kind of help yourself out because it's hard to keep track of all these things too. Um, like there's just a lot of decks and a lot of things that you need to be worrying about. So, uh, you know, understanding at least what's there or what you can expect. And, and there's always going to be weird, weird card choices. But at least that kind of gives you a, a chance to understand what you're playing against. And, and as far as mulligans are concerned, too, like, you generally want a mulligan for the most aggressive variant that that class has to offer. Even if that class doesn't have an aggressive variant. Because it's also likely that it's rogue, right? Like Maestra of the Masquerade has kind of thrown a monkey wrench into a lot of how we approach the mulligan. So like, it's not necessarily wrong if you see, let's say a priest, right? To say, I know that this is, I like I expect this is a priest because that's what they're showing me, but this could just as likely be a rogue. And then you probably want to mulligan for rogue things, right? Like, that's how you often get, can get blown out in the mulligan is by, you know, mulliganing for a non-aggressive class and getting blown out because they have Wild Paw Null on two or three, right? So even if you're, even if the class that you're playing against is not aggressive and you usually don't need to react to that, if you do have, like, you know, a mulligan that you want to have reactionary things in, um, I would... Assume that it's rogue and mulligan accordingly, because like the the thing is that when you're playing, when you mulligan for like the most aggressive version, that's generally the one that's going to beat you before you're going to get started. Especially if you're playing a slower deck. Like obviously, if you're playing a tempo deck and you just need your stuff, then mulligan for your stuff, right? But if you're if you're any sort of like a mid range or or slower deck that plays reactively, um, you do really want to think about well, what if this is rogue, and then mulligan according to that. If it's not, right, and you've got slower stuff against a slower class, like, no big deal, right? Like, they're slow, you're slow, everything's fine. If you mulligan for your your greed, right, and then all of a sudden, oh, hey, it's rogue, like, you're going to be sad. So, 
make sure that you're you're taking Rogue into account when you're doing your mulligans. So I guess the last thing that I would say and the last tip I have for this meta is just remember to have fun, right? Like, it's a game, it should be fun, and it can be frustrating when you're running into weird stuff or you're getting high rolled by generated stuff, which is going to happen a lot with, with you know, Thief Rogue being as popular as it is, right? It's, it's, it's very easy to get, to get tilted and get upset, right? And then you can, and if you have that happen a couple games in a row, it'll, you know, you, you can kind of go into a spiral, right? And don't be afraid to take a break if you're feeling frustrated or, you know, things aren't going the way you are, or you're not what you want, or you're not able to play this with a learning mindset. I really think that playing this meta with a learning mindset is really the best way to go. And if you're not able to do that, it's okay to take a break. Like, you know, if you've been climbing, you will get to where you were pretty quickly, right? Like there will be an OP deck or you'll figure something out that will click with you. It trust that it will happen, right? But you're going to, you're not going to get there if you're, you know, cursing at the screen and, um, and, and just kind of focusing on the cards that your opponent's high rolling. And I say this from experience because I, that was, I, I, that was me trying to figure out a fourth deck for THL this week. And I tried a whole bunch of stuff and I tilted all the way down close to 10,000 legend. And it did not help me, right? Like I didn't learn anything. I learned that there were a bunch of bad druid decks that I shouldn't be playing. Um, but it doesn't, that, that's not going to help you kind of understand what you're playing and what you're playing against. Um, it, it's just going to end up, you're just going to end up upset, right? So don't be afraid to take a break. Don't be afraid to, to switch things up if things aren't working after you've given it enough time, right? And, 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 and try to enjoy it. Like this is one of the most wide open metas we've had in a really long time it's easy to lose sight of that if you're focusing on climbing and not able to or focusing on getting something to work ASAP and it's not working, right? So just try to have fun. If it's not, if you're, if it's not fun, take a break and, and go into this with a learning mindset. If you focus on learning a new deck, I, I'm pretty sure it will, the things will click for you. There's a deck in this meta for just about everybody. It's, it just might take you a little bit of time to find it and for a little bit of time to figure out how it works. But I'm pretty confident if you keep a cool head and you focus on, on you know, learning the decks and learning the meta, you will get there even if you're feeling frustrated. And, and I can say that because I, again, had tilted myself all the way down to like 9,000 and then on, on the last day of the month, I picked up Quest Shaman just on a lark to try to learn it and climbed from like 9,000 to, un to under 3,000 on the last day of the month, um, you know, in between New Year's Eve celebrations and whatnot. Like it, so, you know, those kinds of things will happen. It could be spiky and the meta is changing all the time. Just try to enjoy it and you'll, you'll have a better time and that'll probably improve your results as well. 
All right, so that's going to be it for me for uh, for this week. As always, you can find the links in the show notes at um, offcurve.com. Um, I stream on Monday and Friday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern. Should be back to a normal schedule now that the holidays are over. Um, I've been my my schedule my stream's been kind of all over the place because um, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve have both fallen on um, on one of my stream days, and also work at the end of the year was kind of a nightmare. Um, so things should be settling down a little bit. So Mondays and Fridays. Um, 7 p.m. Eastern um, at twitch.tv slash wickedgoodfm um, I've been playing a lot of Quest Priest I may end up changing things up as I want to learn more things but I, I try to go into it um, you know trying to help other people understand what what's going on too so if you want to learn Quest Priest if you want to learn another deck that I happen to be playing um, it's a great place the the chat's really great um, I'm, I'm and I'm just shy of a thousand followers so you could be the one that puts me over the top this week um, so that would be pretty cool too um, discord.offcurve.com which is also a wonderful community um, full of people who are in, looking to improve at the game um, and, and or priest enthusiasts so um, you know if either of the, one of those things um, sounds like you you would probably be right at home there um, at offcurve on twitter if you want to hear when new episodes go live at wicked good on twitter for me that's um, new episode announcements and all bunch of other things um yeah, and that's, that's pretty much it. So, Happy New Year. Enjoy the new meta. Enjoy it while we have it. Um, hopefully, we're probably going to get some balance changes in the next couple weeks. Hopefully, it'll make this better. Um, though, it might end up consolidating things. But just enjoy what we have while we have it. And uh, be good to each other. We'll talk soon. Have a good one.